Hello, beautiful, and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Roberto, and this is a space of women empowering women. Each week, we come out with inspiring episodes, so remember to subscribe. Today, I'm chatting with gut guru and hormone alchemist, Maritza Worthington, who is an amazing functional nutritionist. We get into so many important topics that honestly, I felt completely in the dark about before our conversation. The importance of hormone balance and gut health, infertility issues, and overcoming, yes, I'm saying overcoming PMS. I am so excited about this conversation, so just let's get to it. What was it for you, if you, if you don't mind sharing, like what got you to this place to be so passionate about your health? Yeah, so I mean, I've been through... A lot at a young age. This was like about 10 years ago. Okay. Okay. And I was in my early 20s. I was just living life like any other girl, you know. I was going to college. I was just drinking a lot of Starbucks coffees. Mm -hmm. I was doing the whole fast food thing. And, you know, I was just partying all the time, you know, living that college life. I didn't think anything of it. Up until the moment where I had this emergency situation that came up and I went into the doctors for what I thought was a UTI, come to find that it was actually way more serious than that. And it was one of those situations where it was like good timing because I, the doctor, she was looking at me and she's like, you know what, there's a part of me that I just want to sign you off with some antibiotics mm-hmm. and call it a day. And she's like, but then there's this other small part of me that's wondering if this could be something more. I guess it was just that moment of realization of like, this is my health. I have to take responsibility. It was almost like she was putting the answer in my hands or what it is I wanted to do. Mm. And I told her, I was like, well, if you have a small part of you that's thinking that I should get a CAT scan and we should look deeper into this, then, you know, I think you're right. Like, let's move forward with that. And thank God we did uh, because I ended up finding out that my kidney was on the verge of rupture. We do tend to ignore the signs. So true. You know, your body always tells you what it what you need to know, but it's us. it's up to us to listen, right? And so I was getting a lot of UTIs. Mm. up until that major situation happened. And so I started to question, why is it that I'm getting this many? And I kept getting antibiotics, more antibiotics, and they just kept coming back. And so it got to the point where, you know, the root cause, it came to the surface. And partially that was, you know, genetic. I do have a horseshoe kidney, but there's a whole nother side to that. And that other side is my lifestyle and all these other things that were playing into this big event. I had just gone out of a breakup. I was grieving. I was eating all the bad foods. It was just, it was like the perfect storm. And I think that's how it is for so many people. Mm. You know, so sometimes you can have the gene for something, but it doesn't mean that it's your destiny. But it does take a few sort of stressful episodes, perfect storm type situations in order for that gene to be expressed. Mm, I get it. So then it kind of comes up. There's that root there and it, it popped up and manifested itself into 
for you, a ruptured or almost yeah. ruptured kidney. Yeah. The thing I want to highlight is that you mentioned you were doing all of the things that a regular late adolescent, early 20-year-old would be doing. Mm-hmm. So essentially, you were sort of in society's model of going to university, getting the food, going mm-hmm. to partying, like nothing really out of the ordinary. So I had never questioned it before. You never questioned that system. Yeah. I just thought, oh, this is normal. Yeah. And I would say that was an awakening for me going mm-hmm. through that process. Mm-hmm. And I had to... Um, I had to quit school for a while. Did you, So you had an emergency surgery? Like, did you have to get it right away? So the doctor looked at me and she said, you need surgery, like, now. You don't understand. Because <laughs> I still told her when this happened, I was like, can we reschedule? Like, maybe we can put this off for next month. I have a lot going on. Not knowing the severity of it. Mm. And she said, if I were you, I wouldn't wait another day. You need surgery tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. So you went into surgery the next day. Yeah, just like that. Wow. And um, up until the moment I had surgery, my fever just kept getting higher and higher. And I was at 105, 106, and they were giving me all this Tylenol. Nothing worked. I just needed to get operated. Wow. Yeah. How did you find you continued to move forward? Like, what did you learn from this? Yeah, so it was six months of recovery. Okay. Oh, wow. And um, during that time off, you know, I lost time from school, all of that. It was just me reflecting and meditating Mm. and actually doing things that I had never done before. Give yourself space. Yeah. Between, I talk a lot on the podcast about honoring space between transitions or space between whether it's relationships, career, life, health, things happening, how in the space, instead of filling it. Or like moving on right away or trying to be busy, like taking the time to do the work that you you essentially did. Yeah. So what did you do during that time? So during that time, I, you know, like I said, I meditated, but I had never done that before. Mm. And so I let myself go there. And I would go outside. Um, I connected, you know, to higher source. Um I started to dive into nutrition. Mm -hmm. I started to reflect on like just everything I had been doing. Mm -hmm. And for once, I questioned everything. Mm. (laughs) So I became really curious, Mm. uh, which was healing for me Mm. because I like to learn. And so that was like a huge motivator. Mm. And so I just kept diving into like all these different books and then just learning so much. And I was just fascinated. I just had to keep going down the rabbit hole. I can sense that there's a deeper motivation here. And that it's that curiosity of wanting to learn more, wanting to peel back the layers and understand nutrition, yeah. health, hormones, exercise, probably the, everything that encompasses a healthy body. Yeah, definitely. And then, you know, I, I started to question, well, is antibiotics the only route? Mm. <laughs> so then I just got deeper into the rabbit hole. And it was a beautiful thing because I discovered, oh, you know, we've been taught a certain way, but there's so much more to okay. life. There's so many different ways to approach healing. And healing is not a one-size-fits-all. You know, I love bringing awareness to women because when women have hormonal imbalance issues, it could feel so isolating. It could feel like just all the walls are around you and you don't know who to go to and who to trust. And maybe... You know, somebody who's listening to this, maybe you're a woman who you got an opinion from, you know, a few doctors and you're still not feeling that you're getting the support that you need, Mm. you know, and um, I would say there's a big gap in our health care and 
right now, especially, especially when it comes to women's health. Um, I've had a lot of friends who are struggling with uh, infertility, friends who are dealing with like super, super high stress and just fatigue and also the PMS thing. Like I'll admit I'm one of those people and my partner knows like a week before you know, it's the time of the month. It's like when I start acting crazy, it's like, okay, that's the PMS thing. But I'm starting to think it might actually be a hormonal imbalance. So I love that you bring up the PMS because I think most of us women, like we're made to feel like it's just normal. And there's just a lot of shame too around mm. having a period. Mm. And I realized like for the for most of my life, I had always seen it as like this daunting thing, mm. like, oh, here it comes again. And, you know, that that's a form of body shaming. I've never actually thought of it that way, but it's so true. Yeah. Huh. Like from when you're 14 years old, there's this whole being discreet about when your period's coming <laughs> and wanting to hide it and, you know, just being very like taboo almost. Yeah. And so the PMS thing, it really, um, it surprises a lot of women. Because they realize that, oh, this isn't actually something that's normal, mm. like especially if it's debilitating. So, I mean, it's really cool when you realize that um, when you get so dialed in with the nutrition and you start bringing in like these fun herbs and supplements that really help support your body, mm -hmm. you realize, oh, it doesn't have to be that bad. Mm. You know, this whole time I was suffering. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and really, when you give your body what it needs... Mm -hmm and you tune in, mm -hmm. you can help these processes. So I'm not saying that you're never gonna have PMS, but I'm just saying it doesn't have to be debilitating. Mm. So tell us exactly what do you do. Like if I was gonna come see you, see a functional nutritionist, take me through like the protocol of how, how that works. Yeah, so I do an entire evaluation. And first we actually do a discovery call. Okay. So I get to know you, I wanna make sure that this is a good fit. From there, I'll do a few assessments. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we'll just, we'll dig deeper into the root causes. So I would say digestion and hormones, they go hand in hand. Mm. Yeah. Because if your hormones aren't functioning and you're not detoxing well, a lot of those hormones are just getting recirculated back into the body. So I really hone in on those two systems in order to create balance because mm. they work hand in hand. If you find balance within your body, you can probably find more balance within your relationship because then you're not as like the time of the month like you know freaking out on your boyfriend <laughs> like me or more balanced with work or you know not as stressed out about other things like even fatigue like people who are their hormones like I don't know if you deal with like in our society it's so go 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 yeah um how many people are just operating at levels that are so stressed out yeah so adrenal fatigue right adrenal burnout the hormone would be cortisol in this case. So okay. an imbalance of cortisol from just being in that go, go, go state all the time, mm. which is common with a lot of entrepreneurs and, you know, and even people that are working in, in really demanding corporate jobs. Just grab a coffee, drink it back and keep going. Yeah. It's like energizer bunny <laughs> mentality. <laughs> okay. So you go and you get these tests. So you'll do hormonal tests, digestion tests. And then from there, basically tailor different programs for different clients. Yeah. And I mean, I like to mention this is a holistic approach. So I'm looking at diet. I'm looking at sleep. I'm looking at um, stress reduction. These different areas that play such a huge role in balancing hormones. Yeah. So it's not enough for me to just like focus on one thing and not, you know, I like to give my clients a, 
like a cradle of support. Mm. Very well-rounded. So how many women come to you that think they might have something wrong, you do the test, and then it shows that there's something totally different happening? Like there's this like shock factor, like, oh my God, I had no idea that I had adrenal fatigue or operating at this level where, you know, it's just like this unawareness. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's why I like the testing to bring that in in certain situations. Um, just because we kind of all need that aha moment. And so I can kind of tell where something is going just by assessing someone, but it's really good when we can back it up with good quality data too. It helps, right? Because then you can also too see where they're at, go through the program, and then see where you're, you're afterwards. Exactly. And so it's really exciting when I can do that. And, um, you know, it's really just looking at people's pathways and seeing where exactly is the dysfunction. So that's digging deeper. Mm. Whereas, you know, sometimes the only solution is birth control pill for cycle irregularity. But, you know, by doing that, it's like, well, what about nutrition? You know, what does the body really need in order to create that balance? Because if you were to take the birth control away, a lot of these symptoms would just come back up. Okay, so I want to ask a specific question. Um, A lot of women I know are at a point where they're trying to get pregnant and really, really struggling with getting pregnant. Fertility issues, that's a huge hormonal imbalance issue. And so the first thing I would want to do is look at estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, and and how all of your main sex hormones are basically working together in this symphony, right? So they should be working in harmony, but something is throwing off the balance. When you have so much toxicity in the body, that can definitely throw off fertility, What's also going to play a big role in that is gut health, too, mm. right? So the first thing I tell a lot of women is, are you pooping? Mm. <laughs> it's, it's looking at a woman's history, too, and seeing what are the factors that led up to this. Because mm. when you go back, the puzzle pieces are all there. Mm. So I do see a lot of women with PCOS, endometriosis. Um, so there's a lot of cycle irregularity there. And that's definitely going to have an impact on fertility. Um, those two conditions are very different. So I, I'm not going to dive too deeply no, into that. No, you don't have to go to the end. Yeah. But there is a way to create more cycle regularity um, by bringing in certain foods and also, and also like diving deeply into the testing and seeing exactly what your hormones are doing and slowly creating a new pattern. Mm-hmm. So I know it can feel so hopeless, right? So a lot of women that have... PCOS and endometriosis, um, it's almost like it's become their normal. And so it's really difficult for for these women to, to see beyond it. Like, well, I've never had control over my cycle, and so I don't I don't know if, if anything can really work. And I've been told by so many doctors that nothing could be done. And so a lot of times I'm I'm their last hope mm. when they come to see me. And so to me, it's incredibly empowering as a woman mm. when I can help them really hone into their cycle, get in tune with their cycle again, and, and create a new pattern. So mm. that's essentially what I help women do is create that new pattern, get in sync with their cycle, mm. and really fall in love with their womanhood again. So what would you recommend for a woman listening who um, might be at the stage where she's sort of in the unaware phase like do you have any probing questions or some journaling or something that you can recommend to our listeners to tap into potential signs that there could be 
something off. I'm going to challenge that listener. So if you are listening, you are being challenged. (laughs) You're being challenged because I have a feeling that you know that something's there. Okay. Just like I once had that inkling too. There's an inkling and that's women's intuition. And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing when you hone into that. Mm. Okay, so if you're feeling like something is off, your intuition is telling you that something is wrong, as a woman, you have to honor that, okay? Because that is you stepping into your power and being courageous enough, too, to, to go there. You know, it does take a level of courage, but I think if more women did this as a collective, can you imagine how much more powerful we would be? That's so beautiful. What's beautiful about that, too, is I think there's a quote. It says, um, a woman who heals herself, Mm -hmm. heals her mother, Mm -hmm. heals her child, right? Heals so many other women out in the world. Mm, I love that. That's so true. It all starts with looking in the mirror and doing the work. Yeah, get to a a state of balance. And, you know, I just want to mention, like, there's nothing wrong with you, right? If you're listening to this, notice the signs, but don't come from a place of I need to be fixed. Right. Because I think as women, we also need to see what's happening, but not judge ourselves for it and be able to go through this process in a way where we we're still giving ourselves grace, like a comforting way of healing. Yes. Aww. <laughs> and then, I mean, by doing so, it would spill over to your relationships, your work, everything else. Absolutely. If you feel better, everyone else is going to notice around you. You're going to get have that glow to you. Mm. We sacrifice ourselves so much. Hmm. We're trying to take care of everybody else around us. It's like the nurturing part of being a woman. You sort of put yourself aside. Yeah. I mean, it's beautiful up until it starts to work against you. It can actually like root up to so much more than even burnout. Yeah. And, you know, burnout and, and illness, right? So it means so much more than adrenal fatigue, right? It can manifest as cancer if we don't take care of the hormonal imbalance. Because we have to think about the fact that things like breast cancer, they start as hormonal imbalance and then that progresses. So would you say like a lot of the hormonal imbalance is the root to a lot of these other illnesses that come up? I would say, yeah. Like ovarian cancer, I'm thinking um, cysts, I'm thinking... Uh, breast cancer, a lot of that evolved out of hormonal imbalance. Okay, I'm definitely getting my hormones checked. We're booking an appointment. <laughs> Officially, this is happening. Yeah, that's why I'm like, more women need to, you know, you gotta you gotta take care of yourself. But for me, I, I thought, okay, eat more salad, go to the gym. Like, I just thought, okay, have, take my multivitamin, but I didn't know to take these steps. Give me five tips right now. Like, five tips you would give to a woman to get more balance into her life. So one would be do less coffee (laughs) because if I'm thinking about that go 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 busy woman then I'm absolutely thinking about adrenals maybe switching it up not doing coffee as often trying some matcha lattes Mm -hmm. looking for energy in other ways and not just um not just in food that's a big part of it but also thinking about things that energize you as a person so you know when we really dial into our purpose, that's a way of also getting energy, right? So sometimes we think that energy is going to come from coffee alone, right? And we tell ourselves this, but there's other ways deeper than that. So I challenge you to think a little bit more about energy, how you can get it from natural foods that support your body, and also how you get it from the things that you do on a daily basis, purpose, all of that. So that'd be my number one. Number two, 
ask yourself what habits are not serving you right now. So if we're thinking about energy, what are the things that take away from your energy? Maybe when you're in this lowered state, whether it's anxious, overwhelmed, there's a tendency to reach for certain foods, right? Comfort foods. Definitely think about what those go-to foods are for you. Mm. So usually that's individual. Some people have the sweet tooth. Some people have, you know, it's the more coffee. Everyone is different. But I think it's really interesting when we start to really think about, hey, why am I craving this cake? Or why for me, it's am chocolate. I? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I go for dark chocolate and I tell myself, I'm like, this is okay because it's healthy. Well, what's interesting about chocolate, um, I like raw cacao. Yeah. So you can make it healthier. Um, and that could be also your body telling you it needs some magnesium, okay. right? Especially um, women, that's one of the biggest deficiencies. Is magnesium. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. So number three is get on a really good B complex. So this is going to help your adrenal glands. And it's also going to replenish any deficiencies you might have if you've been on birth control pills or you're coming off of it. Um, Number four, add in a good stress reducing technique to your daily life. You know, this one is actually one of the most difficult thing I think to get women to do. It's almost like we want to believe that we're doing enough, you know, about the stress, reducing the stress. But what does stress management actually mean? Because it's it's a term that's being tossed around like, oh, stress management, stress management. You know, we need to do a lot more digging there. Mm, so right? what would you suggest? That could look like EFT, right? Emotional freedom technique, breath work, acupuncture. That can look like just giving yourself more moments throughout the day where you walk away and you take a breath. Right? Maybe you say something empowering, but just giving yourself a moment is so important to healing because you have to be able to relax your body and get into more of a parasympathetic state mm-hmm. in order for healing to happen. You know, we have to think of all the ways that we can help our body. So I, I do find that when women are able to tap into this parasympathetic state, mm-hmm. the supplements work better. The diet works better. Mm. Everything works better. Okay. So number five is supporting your sleep. I love how you say supporting your sleep because it sounds so much more, so much like of a softer way to look at sleeping. Yeah. And so I think, you know, a lot of people don't think about that, right? Like no. It's like, oh, like just when it, whenever it hits me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to turn TV on and just pass out whenever I pass out. Yeah, exactly. But it's like we have to prime ourselves. You know, we have to set the mood for ourselves. So, you know, think about the ways that you're setting the mood so to speak, for your sleep. So what would you say, like, supporting the sleep? So you'd have lavender beside your bed and maybe put it on your pillows or have some candles or... Or do, like, a bath before, you know, just things that really get you to calm down because when you're in that state, the supplements work a little bit more quickly. Everything kind of works more synergistically when you're able to set the mood for yourself. So really think about what does that look like for you? You know, I think that's so unique to every woman, you know, some people like some women, they might like to read a book. Other women, they like to journal a little bit. Mm-hmm. So kind of explore what it what that means to you, I would say. And have a nightly ritual. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for the women that are listening that might have adrenal fatigue, a little protein snack before bed can make a difference. You're finding that it's just so 
difficult to go to sleep and you're getting the wired and tired feeling, then that's a big sign of um, adrenal exhaustion. Okay. This is another one. Like, honestly, there's so many things you're saying. I'm just like, red flag, red flag, red flag. It's good though. This is bringing awareness to it. That's why like, I love what I do because it's empowering, right? Hmm. Because you learn the tools of how you can rebalance your body. And to me, like what I do is I help women step into their divine power. So I really think that every woman that is 30 should do a hormone test. As As a baseline, just to see where you're at. Exactly. Because so many women are getting surprised. It really saddens me to see that women that are reaching that time in their life where they do want to start a family that all of a sudden it's a big shock to them mm. that they can't have a family, that they can't start one, that it's or that it's difficult to start one. Right? And not even that they can't, but they've got to go through a healing journey in order to get to the point where they can. Exactly. But it's a shock, right? And it's, it's almost to me like, well, if we would have done a hormone test, right, maybe we could have seen some of that imbalance earlier on. Because I, I will say that, you know, there are signs and sometimes we don't, want to look at it but there are signs and so I definitely I feel like you know birth control is the norm but I think hormone testing should be the norm you think it would make more sense but everybody who's listening to this listen go get your hormones checked absolutely and there's so many free resources nowadays too so you can look at my Instagram like I'm always posting like different things so you can get ideas and you know I think every woman should know their cycle intimately and you know what like I want men to also be open to this too men men should have an idea of also what's going on with the women right and so but we have to know ourselves first right yeah (laughs) if we want our partner to understand us then we have to know ourselves if anybody wants to find you and reach out where can they go find me at Maritza's Medizen okay and so that's my Instagram handle um, my website is maritzasmedizen.com and maybe you could type that in so people I'm gonna can have spell it. it. <laughs> I'm going to have it in the show, note, the show notes so people will find you there. Yeah, so I do consulting one-on-one. Um, I also do a hormonal balance program. Okay. So that's a cleanse. So it's, it's completely centered around, you know, women that have hormonal imbalance issues, um, estrogen dominance. And so you can check out my content for some more ideas to see if maybe this applies to you. Yeah. Um, and feel free to reach out to do a discovery call. Yeah. So if you're wondering if my program or working with me could be a good fit, um, I'd definitely love to chat with you. On this note, thank you again for being here. Thank you for having me. All right, there you have it. What did you guys think? Are any of you out there struggling with any of these issues? To be honest, as we were recording this episode, I was right in the ringer of my PMS symptoms. And as I was listening to it in post-production, so many things Maritza shared today resonated on such a deep level. Like, do I really have to go with the cramping, the back aches, the anxiety, the frustration, the short temper for a couple days every single month? Up until this point, I've just accepted it as normal. But right here, right now, I'm going to commit to at least exploring other options, and I'm going to get my hormones tested. Lastly, I want to thank you so much for being here. I seriously appreciate your support. Next week, we have another amazing episode coming up, so if you don't want to miss out, remember to subscribe. Until then, keep being you, be beautiful. Mm